Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I'm Matt Shaver. And I'm Mike Pavlik. Did you see uh, what Larry David said about the NFL overtime rule? No, I did not. He was on some podcast or whatever, and uh, he was basically just arguing what a ton of people were arguing after that last game, which was uh, that just flipping a coin and just giving the first team a chance to score, and if they score, it's over. He was basically like, that's not fair! Like, he was just doing a Seinfeld bit, basically, on the podcast, where he's just like, how is that fair? It's a, You get a coin flip, and if you score a touchdown, it's over. How so is that like, fair? I just it was want more things of to be a, fair. It was more of a Seinfeld kind of talk than a curb talk, because that could well, fit b- both in no, I mean, very it was, easy... It was a very Larry David argument, but it's just like... I don't know, him... It's weird, because like a lot of times, him and Jerry's voice is almost synonymous in... Uh, like how they argue about like things. Yeah. I've never actually thought about that. You are pretty right. Like Jerry's is just so like tone. Right. Yeah. But it's a little bit different on how things are like set up stylistically with Seinfeld and how they're set up with, uh, curb, like curb. You would have, I don't know, uh, probably Larry being the one guy that thinks that it shouldn't come down to a coin flip and everybody thinks that it should. And then kind of right, right. Seinfeld, it's set up as like a Jerry talk. It's I I mean I'd have I haven't seen a ton of Seinfeld. I mean I remember I tried to watch it a few times and I was just like, oh what it's fine yeah I just wow fine. I mean I just haven't and then I haven't gotten back into it. That's when I was like in college and there were a lot more interesting things going on than trying to watch Seinfeld. So I was like, yeah that's a good point eh, whatever. Um, but I uh, it seems like in Curb, uh, Larry's always i don't know it seems like larry's always causing the problems in curb mm. your enthusiasm mm-hmm. whereas in the few episodes of seinfeld i've seen this could be completely wrong but it seems like problems are happening or things are happening that jerry interprets as problems now That's it could fair. be the case where they're both creating problems in the show but like i it seems like it like larry does something everyone gets mad and then larry goes like what did I do? Why are you mad at me about this? Blah, blah. And then in Seinfeld, it's like somebody else does something or something happens and Jerry's going, how could you do this? Why would you do that? Like, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's almost like they're, they're mere images of each other. But again, I don't know if that's, I don't, I don't know if that's actually what most of Seinfeld's like. No, I would pretty much agree with that because you have to remember that George is based off of Larry. So like, usually it's George doing <laughs> right. something wrong and then Jerry reacting to it much like Larry does in Curb, which is just do things wrong as Larry. So that does make a lot of sense. I'd say that's a good assessment. I mean, what did you think of the coin flip situation? Were you in agreement saying that it was like bullshit? Yeah, I think it's stupid. Would you rather have it? I think they should just keep going. Like, I mean, why not? Like, then you're basically, that's, that's more fair in my eyes. Uh, like you give them an allotted, it isn't what they used to do. You have an allotted amount of time, and it's basically once that time's over, whoever has the most points wins. That's what it used to be, right? Maybe at some point. I honestly don't completely remember. I know I'm pretty sure that's what they do in college. I no, I don't even think they do that in college. I think it's the same setup where it's like score, score, but you have a chance to score back. I, I would agree. I would have liked that too. Of be like, okay, put five minutes, put eight minutes on the clock. Right. And battle it out again. It is I haven't even thought of it that way. That would be It just doesn't way seem better. like fair, especially when you start getting to the playoffs and you have teams that just have like these elite offenses. 
And I mean, almost non-existent defenses for both. Dude, the defenses probably wanted to kill themselves though too. It's like they can't stay off the field. Right. Like they're still fucking humans. The Bills defense definitely shit the bed, but um. But only because only because the Chiefs had the ball last. Or had right. the ball first. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, exactly. I think the Chiefs would have shit the bed too. Right. The Chiefs would exactly, exactly. So it's like you might as well keep it going until eventually one of your defenses just completely gives out. One hundred percent. I actually one hundred. The only reason I think that. they don't do that is because they have to schedule certain games in at certain times, and they don't want the games to run over each other because of ads and network bullshit. I think it tr- it probably all has to do with how the money falls. This is At also a fantastic day. point. Yes, yeah, so you're all you're bringing up all the things that I'm not thinking of right now. <laughs> so it's like, why don't they just schedule the games at different times and leave a little buffer room? It's like they're scared. It's like they're scared that if there is a 20 minutes, half an hour of nothing in between football games, that on Sundays people will go, oh, no football for 30 minutes. Better go do something else. And it's like, no. That's not how it works. You could you could leave an hour break in between football games where they're just talking about the last game that just happened, and dudes will still sit on their couch and just be like, well, "I'm not going anywhere." There's a football game in an hour. They should. But just the way put the on networks a- schedule them, it's like they're terrified that if there's two minutes of non-football, that people will be like, "All right, I'm turning on what? What are you going to turn on on a Sunday? Nothing." The I'm going to go cut marathon? the grass, or I'm going to go yeah. do whatever. Yeah, no, you're like, not. Not on not a Sunday, you're not. Right. That's a good point. That's a, it's fear-based. They they think that they will, but it absolutely would not happen. They should just put an episode of uh, The World According to Al in between the two games. Have you seen the... What like, is The World According to Al? Some fucking show that is based on this, like... Uh, I, I guess it would be... I mean, I guess it would be okay to describe it as like a minority that appears to be like inserted into a very white american family and it's just he's like an indian kid. oh 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 you know what i'm talking oh, about this and is I, this is the the show didn't i talk about this on the podcast i would imagine it's so absurd that i this would is, guess no, 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 that no, at no, some no. point oh no wait no that's like the united states of al or something. that's what There's i'm saying one. that's what that's what i'm yeah the, it's the same the, the show tra- i just afghani fucked it up. translator the afghani translator who like lives with his friends the only white people see i literally you again you know more than i, I did not even know that he's an afghani translator i just know yeah. that the, the show is like based on like military marketing or whatever oh it's the most or absurd design. show of all time yeah i yeah. thought we talked about this maybe not it's literally He's like an Afghani translator that uh, – oh, no, I was talking about this at dinner the other week. That's what it was. He's an Afghani translator that, like, his best friend is the guy he worked with for, that was in the U.S. Army with him or whatever. No and shit. Okay. he was, like, a former <laughs> Afghani troop, and he, like, moves to the States. And it's, like, him trying to fit in and, and white people of, like, America. Like, I think they live in Ohio in the show. I think really? it's actually based in Ohio. Yeah. Ohio gets attacked a lot, and I don't completely understand oh, why no, we get attacked des- so much more than other Midwest states. But, but like, Iowa? Nebraska? Well, here's the thing. Indiana? We have, we have stuff going on. Ah, fuck. That's a good point. And we love talking about ourselves. Now, I will say, having lived in Chicago and meeting people from a bunch of other Midwest states, um, Illinois doesn't – they don't talk a lot about Illinois. They usually just talk about Chicago. Um, we've talked about this before. Iowa – Iowans love talking about Iowa. Iowa fucking sucks. Iowa's shit. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, also shit. They have a couple good. They have like a fun city. Also their people, their people shit. are kind of funny though. Their people are funny. Oh the yeah, the fact that oh, they yeah, have like a different time. language is very entertaining. Well, yeah, because they know they're basically 
like not Americans. Yeah, it's like that's fair. People in Alaska and people in Hawaii, like you're not Americans. They're not. <laughs> and then you throw in Minnesota and Wisconsin way. into that, or is it Minnesota too, or just Wisconsin? Yeah, de- oh, definitely Minnesota. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. There's there's not a lot going on Indiana. I mean, forget about Indiana. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no one's talking about Indiana because there's nothing to talk about. In Indiana. I feel like Indiana. Maybe this is just me, but Indiana thinks they're Illinois, or like people think Indiana is Illinois, but it's like no, Indiana is another state. It's not. Illinois. Oh yeah. Right, yeah, people think yeah, people think it's a, it's uh peop I would say the two most talked about states in the Midwest are Ohio and Michigan. Yeah, and Michigan doesn't even really I feel like get talked about that and much. And then the city of Chicago. Yes. City of Chicago is pretty much a state. And I think that's deservingly so. We have or at least had a uh, a worthwhile state as far as politics was concerned. Um, a lot of people mm. come from our state and go on to be politicians or actually a lot of people from Ohio or people come to Ohio, study in Ohio and then go on to be successful in show business or in media or things like that. A lot of people go to school in Ohio. There was a funny tweet from someone, uh, some celebrity, it might've been Chrissy Teigen, even though I don't like her, but Is she, she someone, from Ohio? Some, no, but she literally tweeted one day. She was like, literally everyone's from Ohio and it blew up and then Ohio caught a hold of it and they were like, Yes. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's, there's three major cities with a lot of people. We have a lot of professional sports teams. We have you a lot of four stuff too. going on. If Toledo just didn't have a poopy in their pants all the time, they might actually be able to be a relevant city. No, no, they, no, they can't. No, <laughs> no I, no, I no, maybe no, have they, driven through them once. No, I just feel can't. like maybe they'd be relevant, but no, they're no, pretty they, they, shithole. They don't even, I'd be happy if they weren't even in Ohio. They can, they can. Go ahead. They maybe had their shot at some point, though. Maybe like 1880. They definitely had a a ball at some point and then dropped it. There we go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So, and then, yeah, there's a lot of people that end up working in politics and and media and entertainment that either studied in Ohio or from Ohio. And that, and they, the thing about Ohio is we're so, we mean, we love Ohio for very few reasons, but we love Ohio. And so when you go on, to get these positions or do these things, you always you incorporate Ohio into your sitcoms or you incorporate Ohio into your media coverage or you do this or that. And so it gets worked in more to the lexicon. But again, it's uh it's not like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. And yet we're still right. I feel like people from Ohio actually view Ohio kind of like we're not doing enough. They're always like, oh, man, we're not a big enough player, but we really should be. And it's like, oh, you're a pretty big player. I mean. Like, why are why are we relevant? It's just very odd that we're relevant. Well, here's the thing. There are 50 states, and you can immediately from the get-go say 25 of them just are irrelevant. Easily. Half easily. the states in the country, easily half them are completely irrelevant. Now, granted, like, if they stopped existing, would we – Starve to death in a couple of days. Yes, they would not be. They they make the food. Half the states in the country make the food. Without if them, they're wor- if be, they're working, that yeah, those states right. aren't working right now. Right. But then, the thing is, there's. I mean, especially in the past couple of years during COVID, there hasn't been a lot going on anywhere. But there's okay. a lot of there's a lot of big coastal towns, West Coast and East Coast. And then you've got a number of places in the middle of the country that are even worth talking about. 
Because, I mean, you drove through the middle of the country. Like you were saying, when you did that drive, you drove through some of these places, capital cities, bigger cities, and you were like, this is it? Arkansas this is, the, is brutal. Arkansas this is, the place? is brutal. Yeah. Dude, you start learning. I'm, I'm starting to memorize the capitals of states now because I've mastered all the countries of the world. Ah, yes, you start memorizing. Right. You, start, you start learning about some of these capitals. First of all, you haven't even heard half these capital cities. You're like, I'm sorry. What the fuck is Salem, Oregon? What is that? See, I didn't even know that. That's, that's really what is the capital that? of Oregon? Yeah, Dover, Delaware. What is it? Where are these places? Okay, Delaware, uh, that makes a little bit more sense. But you hear about these places, and you're like, what's going on here? And that's the majority of the cities in the Midwest, is, is you're like, what's going on here? The, the, the capitals I can't remember the most are the capitals in the Midwest, because they, the, I, I've never even, I didn't even know those were names of cities. Never in my life had I seen them before. Ever. I was like, what the fuck? It's insane. So, Forget about the Dakotas. Yeah, man. <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah. Dude, you know what state? I, I was doing states the other day. I got to 49 states. I blanked. I was going, what the fuck? What state am I missing? Times count going down. What? Took me a minute and a half to remember Wyoming was a state. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you forgot one of the North or South Dakotas. You like no, put in, no. No, <laughs> you put in South and forgot the North. Because once you remember one of them, you have to get the other one. True, yeah. true, true. No, fucking Wyoming. And I was like, what's going on in Wyoming? It's a sneaky and it's like, big oh, state. People are skiing. People are fishing. It's like, no, but what's going on there? <laughs> they got some national parks. Right, but that's it, right? That's oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. It's just a shit ton of land, 100%. Yeah. A lot of this is just a shit ton of land. And I've I don't know. They probably to... grow something. Does Wyoming grow anything? I don't know. Beef? I think they're a big beef export. Probably, maybe. yeah. Probably cows. I would imagine cattle, if yeah. this, If you can't think of a plant that a state grows, it probably grows pigs or cows. Yeah. That's a good bet. Were cows always native to the United States? Like, they weren't brought here somewhere else? Uh, I don't, I don't think they were. I know bison were. I mean, bison were basically the cattle of the bison United or States, buffalo, but, uh, or kind of both. Is that just the different I think uh, the relative? Same yeah, I think, I think they're, they're different. The uh, I think you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> why? Why would be the same? Why would Why would they be the same thing with two different names? That's just where I'm smelling something stinky. I think they're the same thing. I'm gonna Google this right now. I'm, so I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. They're different. Uh, similar in their looks, bison and buffalo belong to the same animal family. Okay, that's what I said. Oh, you know what it is? It's probably like so, one has a tail and one doesn't. Well, the American buffalo is what we call the bison, but the buffalo oh. buffalo are like the South Asia African buffalo. You know, what I'm talking about like the water buffalo with those curved horns. I was just about to say, I thought they had tusks. Wow, so that's really the difference. Okay, they don't so have ours. They don't have tusks. They don't. No, they don't have tusks. They have. It's antlers. not coming out of their mouth. No, they have antlers. What African buffalo have antlers, not tusks? Okay, there are two are, types do, of bison: the American bison and the European bison. There are two forms of buffalo: the water buffalo and the Cape buffalo. Those have the curled horns. Buffalo have the curled horns. Bison. I don't. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Hold on a second. So wait, the Native American buffalo were actually bison. Why are they calling buffalo if they're African or Cape? Okay, the American bison. 
Okay, here we go. The American bison, or simply bison, genus and species is bison, bison, is an American species of bison that once roamed North America in vast herds. Who wrote this fucking thing? David Attenborough? Fucking. Bison are often mistakenly called buffalo, but the two are separate and distinct animals. So you're correct, but in the American lexicon, we do call bison buffalo, mistakenly. But obviously, they're di- they're different animals. So I I thought that um, or I I always knew that water buffalo was different than an American bison, obviously, because water uh, buffalo, course. water buffalo, that's what they they use the milk of the water buffalo to make the authentic buffalo mozzarella, the cheese. Is that Italian based? Is that from Italy? Yes, and I think it's because the Romans took the cows from Asia and brought them to Italy. Oh, that's and, fucked. I didn't know that. And found a way to get them to produce a lot of milk. And then I don't think they pasteurize, and then they use the milk from the, the water buffalo to make the buffalo mozzarella. Isn't pasteurization kind of just an American thing, or is that stupid Yeah, basically. They don't really oh, do it anywhere else. So I thought they kind of just take it right out of the udder, the nipple. Yeah, what do they call why that? they have, like better cheese and milk and all that right but stuff. it could also kill you right it could but like it doesn't anymore like no one has mad cow disease is that the biggest concern or, oh my god what a crazy event in history that was mad cow disease yeah dude i, I, I don't know like, much about it what, what was i just on? remember it being like early 2000s i was very young so i don't really remember it that much but uh it's a very large panic i felt like well you, you know you think about covid and it, I mean, we kind of, we kind of wished this into fruition throughout throughout the past twenty years, dude. I, I mean, feel, truly, I, the past twenty years was being like, oh my god, mad cow disease. Oh, up, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh my god, SARS. Up, oh, it's not a big deal. Now, granted, did all these things bird flu? You remember what was the mosquito yeah, thing? Yeah, bird flu, mosquito right, thing. Right, malaria. I mean, no, again, the this, other mosquito thing. West, West Nile. Nile. Holy West Nile. shit! West, West Nile was huge. Was nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, we really didn't learn from shit. No. What if uh, what if COVID was spread by uh, mosquitoes too? Oh, we'd be dead. We'd be big fucked. Yeah, I think we'd be big fucked. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. <laughs> Who would save us? Like the biologists? Oh, no one's saving us. I mean, if you if you need to learn anything in these past two years, no one no one is saving us. But like, but from the perspective of like, okay, the people that saved us because it was a airborne virus are the epidemiologists. Now, if it was mosquitoes, would the insectomologists have to be the ones that save us obviously it's not the insectomologist yeah, that are, an e. i can't remember what it's called yeah it's definitely obviously not that but you see what i'm saying like it would be a totally different class of scientists that would have to like come in and be yeah instead of going saviors. to walgreens to get it masked would be going to walgreens to get like mosquito nets for uh uh for our beds <laughs> Yeah, which would be way worse. I feel. Well, that would maybe be miserable. Not. I, I mean, dude, I oh, dude, I was right. Yeah, it is scale. an entomologist. Entomologist is someone who studies insects. Look at that. Um, but no, it would be an entomologist making probably a lot of the calls, and pathologist, pathologist, the people who study diseases. But dude, I mean, there are there are plenty of countries in the world to this day that you need like you need mosquito nets over you while you go to sleep. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a big issue that they're trying to fix, which would suck. That, that would be can so you brutal. Imagine? Dude, I mean, I remember when I was down to Argentina, the majority of the places we stayed at down in Argentina, um, you weren't supposed to flush things down the toilet. Like paper. But, toilet paper. So what did you do with it? You were supposed to just throw it in the garbage can and then use oh, the bidet. Yep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You could use or the bidet. Or some places, okay. well, a lot of places don't have a bidet. 
So you're literally just supposed to wipe your ass and throw it in the garbage. Why haven't bidets taken off more? Is that just like toilet paper lobbying? It's, uh, well, toilet paper is, is, in my opinion, way more convenient because you don't have to get your ass wet. And people who are like, if you do uh, it properly, you don't have to get your ass wet yet. No, no, you're, you're spraying water on your ass. You get your ass wet. Yeah, and you got to put your pants on. You're going to need. You're supposed to, I mean, at the yeah. fancy places we stayed, it's you shit. You get on the bidet. You know how to use the bidet correctly, which is. Well, wait, when you're taking a shit, you're already on the bidet, right? Or do you have to. No, no, most places have separate bidets. I mean, really fancy Whoa. places have the ones that are attached to the toilet. But most places have a separate bidet. So you've got your shithole, and then you've got your bidet. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you adjust it, the pressure, adjust the temperature, spray your ass clean. You don't know if it's clean, but you spray your ass clean, and then you pat your bottom dry with a towel that's there specifically as the bidet towel. Truly, now, that doesn't, wait a second, that doesn't get reused. No, but it's... Okay. it's um Still kind of wasteful. It's just very, it's very stupid. I don't like it. I'm not a fan Idea. of the bidet. Not Idea. Why has Dyson not come out with bidet blowers? Where you get your asshole wet from the bidet, but then a Dyson like hand because then blower. it's just making your shit airborne at sixty miles per hour. But the bidet should have already cleaned out your shit. Yeah, it's but just... yeah, but there's no you don't know. Well, there's then the bidet's not doing its job. To, there's just too exactly, exactly. Pretty much what I'm trying to say is bidet, bidets are stupid, and people that like we have friends that use it a couple times. You're like, dude, I'm a big fan of the bidet now, and I'm like, okay, yeah, are you? Yeah, you like it that much. That's great. Um, you must have been bad at wiping your ass then. Because if this is a remarkable change in your life, then clearly you weren't doing something right before. What it's if we were just... There's we nothing easier than just create, wiping your ass. What if we were able to create like a dog tongue that would extend in the bottom of the toilet, uh, deploy you its tongue, wipe your... You just want your ass licked, your... <laughs> is what you're saying. You just want to get what? your asshole licked. Yeah. What are you talking... Ladies, if you that are is... interested in eating Mike's asshole... He is interested as well. Hit him up what? on Instagram and let That's him know. That's not true. I'm yeah. definitely not Reddit user ass liquor 23. No, That's you're, you're Reddit user lick my ass 23. That yeah. is true with two dollar signs as the ass. Yeah. Um, no, I think the best thing we could do. So we already invented poopery, which is an incredible invention because it truly works. So I Tell think that is again. It's that fragrant spray that you spray on top of the water before you poop, and the poop falls below the surface of the water, and this stuff is made with like essential oils and basically a mixture of chemicals that creates an impermeable barrier for smells. And so when you take a shit, the shit falls below the stuff you sprayed on top of the water, and it doesn't smell. Your shit doesn't smell. So, so you, put it in the, you put it in the water? You, before you poop, you spray poopery on the toilet water, in the toilet, you spray it in the toilet. Yes, okay, got and it. And then you take up shit, and it doesn't smell. Who invented that? It's remarkable. Some genius. Now, I think... Satoshi Nakahoki? I the... think the other... The, the thing that would truly revolutionize pooping is if you could create a daily ingestible pill that because you ingest it, it coats this is going to sound disgusting i'm here for it <laughs> it coats your feces and what i can only describe as a slime layer that allows it to basically just eject from your body leaving no mess 
and every shit becomes a no wiper. You see what I'm saying? It basically creates a coating around your shit that just sends out of there like an ice luge, just shoop, and then it's no, there's no wipe needed. You know what I do? And it took me a little bit of time to be able to decide in my own brain whether or not that's a massively ridiculous idea. And I've come to the conclusion that it's not. Right. Um, based because off you of had shits like that before. Well, yes, that, but just chemically based off of napalm. I'm thinking of napalm, the fact that they were able to invent that through huh. experiments. How does that, and how does that have anything to do with napalm? I don't know. I just sort of think how does that, that have anything similar. to do with napalm? I, I read about You're the talking book about, about lighting how, something on fire. Yeah, but how they came to inventing napalm, I think that they could invent your idea in a similar way through trial and error. Oh, how dropping it on Cambodia? Me. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? I mean, no, not necessarily, unless we had to do that. It would just be a little bit more difficult because you would have to run human trials. But Correct. then again, we run everything pretty much through animals, so that could also be possible. Right. Yeah, imagine. Well, animals don't wipe their ass, though, so it would have to be tried on humans. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think like animals get anus irritation? Probably. Probably. Have we studied the nervous system of animals that much? Like monkeys' nervous systems? What? Like, you know, you're like, oh, I've, well, itches probably skin irritations for monkeys or is there their skin's got to be pretty I'm, different i'm assuming everything that we've ever used has been tested on a monkey at some point yeah man that's what i'm assuming man your heart really breaks for like planet of the apes i guess it doesn't really break but it, it kind of gives you a different perspective i um i'm kind of over i'm kind of over feeling bad for monkeys oh wow okay confirmed monkey hater gotcha <laughs> gotcha okay. i'm just kind of like they they're they're ninety nine percent of the way there to being us, you know. So my stance is basically figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. Yeah, but we've we're seen, cutting down the trees. Figure it out. We've seen through Planet of the Apes that poached, figuring it out would not be a good thing for well, humans. And the good they figured it out. Figure it out, dude. If we dude, had, I think- if we had. If all of North America or all of South America or all of any specific continent ended up being overtaken and controlled by monkeys, I think that's a good thing. I think You'd rather thing. live under monkey rule than what we have now? I don't even, I don't even think we could coexist. I'm oh, okay, saying, so we just die. I'm saying it's like human genocide. Monkeys take over uh, South America, murder everyone that doesn't escape. And okay. that just becomes that just becomes monk, the monkey continent. God, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Could you imagine if there was like a a literal continent on Earth that you couldn't go to because monkeys ruled it? That would be incredible. That would make life so much more exciting. Can you imagine reading newspapers with that being part of the global right. makeup? Like there'd be monkey news sites. And we'd have to be like, this, I, I, this is, is like hard propaganda. for me to wrap my head around. This is monkey propaganda. Would we trade with the monkeys? We would have. Oh, I don't yeah, even know if we'd. Okay. Big okay. Time. Okay. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That would be insane. Would the monkeys. Yeah. I almost asked if the monkeys would have a military. Of course they'd have a military. Now, granted, this is almost like what we have going on with China. But I was going to say, oh, instead, of, okay, instead of that. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not 
saying they're similar in any way. I'm just saying that there's basically a continent that's dominated by a power that a lot of people feel unsafe visiting or criticizing or. Yeah, but know. I don't think that we would have the Olympics in monkey land. What if we did, though? That would be fucking awesome. Monkeys they would take would a lot of medals. Us. Yeah, they would take so they many medals. They would take, dude. If if monkeys were in the the Olympics now, they would like place third in medals at least. Uh, well, they well, okay. They wouldn't do it. summer Olympics, winter Olympics. They'd strong. No, no, no. Winter Olympics. No, no. no, no. You know, no, no. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, no, you're no. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get those. You get those. <laughs> you get those monkeys that like hang out in hot springs, like the, with the red asses and like the white fur. Mm, they could baboons? be on the. They could have a bobsled team. Yes, that is true. Maybe their asses are just the bobsled. Yeah, and like the skeleton, they the... go ass first. Oh, dude, first. wait, no, wait, penguin. Okay, now we're getting too many monkeys. Uh, ah, shit, involved. you're right. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say that's not a monkey. You almost no. fucked me up there. Yeah. Okay, we can't get too crazy. We got to stick with the monkeys. Dude, no, but, but maybe, maybe being in South America, maybe monkeys start using genetic experimentations to create new monkeys. Maybe they create a penguin monkey. See, now this is starting to sound more like China. <laughs> Damn, it's fucking CRISPR for monkeys. <laughs> exactly. No, but I I am confident that if we got if there was a chimp of, a team of chimpanzees competing in the Summer Olympics, they would they would probably earn several medals. Oh yeah, they'd sweep everything. If like they, they lost earn... a, if they lost a single gymnastics point, oh, there's no way they'd be I don't know shot on sight by yeah. monkey, monkey leadership. See, now it's starting to sound like China again. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's starting to sound like China. Hey, 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 this is you bringing it up. Yeah, that would monkeys, be really... Monkeys I mean, disappearing when they accuse monkey leaders of sexual assault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, ha- what happened to Jimmy Chimp? Yeah. <laughs> the, popular, the popular gymnast, Jimmy Chimp, was last it's seen not been seen for months. <laughs> yes, yes. When he criticized how big the banana piles were of the leaders of the chimp party. Yeah, he said... He said one of the one of the leaders of the chimp party made unwanted advances and started yes. plucking bugs out of his fur without his consent. <laughs> he hasn't been seen since March of 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, it could work. Basically, yeah, the world would be a lot more fun if an entire continent was uh, was owned by monkeys. That would be cool. That, that would be an electric, like, three genie wishes. If you got three <laughs> genie wishes to use one of the wishes to create a monkey continent. I mean, I'm going to be honest, though. I would pick Asia. Oh, that might be the worst one. Well, actually, maybe because not. Because then I, there would just be... From size perspective. Because then we'd be at a disadvantage. There'd just be billions of monkeys. Billions uh, at, of monkeys. At that point, you got to build that wall. At right. that point, you got to oh, build yeah. that Europe, wall. The Europe, European... Big, yeah. Europe, big wall. Big wall. Europe. Middle East, big wall. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. What you know? What you gotta do is you just gotta. You. What are monkeys scared of? Aren't monkeys scared of like mice and things? Like you just gotta. You just have to. Uh, you just have to find like the very random objects that monkeys are scared of, like car horns, and just that instead of a wall, you just have like car horns. <laughs> like, sweepers. You know how dogs are scared of sweepers. Right. It's like right. We found out that monkeys are scared of sweepers. Yeah. Just find the equivalent for a monkey because a wall's not gonna work. We'll just climb over a wall. A ah, shit. Work. That's a good point. But now I'm just picking like I'm picturing the the monkey embassy to like the United States, and it's just like it's just like it's just like the Monkey Island exhibit at like a zoo. It's just like there's just like rope swings and like tr- fake trees and stuff, and they're like, "That's the monkey embassy." It's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." Why does it smell of like course. shit? Ah, I mean, it's full of shit. Yeah, it's full of shit. It's yeah. exactly why you think it smells like shit. Yeah, it is spot on. All right. Well, we've got 
we established the monkey empire so i think that's um yeah that would be cool i would i would use three wishes on that would you uh be one of those people that would uh run away to the monkey empire you know some people like leave the u.s to join isis you'd leave to join the monkeys they go become a monkey (laughs) become converted yeah i think if i was when i was a kid i would have said yes to that because i was obsessed with monkeys but now uh you've seen the light on the monkey evil there's just there's just a lot of a lot of other animals i think i'd rather hang out with than monkeys oh such as dolphins seem pretty cool when they're not trying to like molest you i was gonna say i heard a story the other day uh, dolphins will pull you underwater sometimes and like kill you yeah they will do that yeah yeah is that only if they feel threatened maybe we got the the waters all wrong maybe sharks are the nice guys and dolphins are the fuckers definitely not the case okay definitely not the case i'll talk to my marine biologist yeah definitely not the case um i you know little like a hedgehog hedgehog's pretty cool Okay, so you're a rodent guy. Are they rodents? I'm going to guess, yes. Okay. I thought maybe they'll be marsupials or something random like that. Uh, platypus? What is the difference? I think platypus is my favorite animal. Platypus would be pretty sick. What if you took away the beaver of a pla- or the bill of a platypus? Would he still be your favorite animal? Well, no, it would, it would be an entirely different animal. Be okay, I just wanted to prove that the only reason that you're obsessed with platypuses like is because of the... Be like a little rat? The fuck would they look Actually, like? yes, now that I mention it, yeah, he has the face of George Clooney. You know, George Clooney and I share a birthday, so I feel like I have to... I thought uh, you were going to say that you look like George Clooney for a second. I was about no, to... No, he's not on my lookalike cut list, this podcast unfortunately. Short. Yeah. Do we want to mention who is on your list? Um, the number one. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's talk about. So I have a list of uh, a lot of people on TikTok and throughout my life have told me that I have lookalikes, and I've been compiling them in a list to make a YouTube video about it. Um, so if there's someone that you think I look like, uh, DM me or message me and let me know because I am going to be making this video soon. The number one that I get the most often is a YouTuber named Alex Ernst. I think we talked about this. Yeah, which I actually do think I look like him. Um, but then I also got Happy Hogan, uh, the fat guy from uh, the Avengers movies, who's played so by I John Favreau. Was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got Kevin Fahey, who's like the producer of the Avengers movies. Who I he's like a ginger. I don't think I look anything like that guy. He's hideous. I don't think I've ever seen that guy without a hat on. So. Right. Yeah. No, he's ugly, especially without the hat. Okay. Um, you look like him a little. Dudley from Harry Potter. That was pretty brutal. It was like young was Dudley. Kid. Someone's like, if you look like young Dudley from here, I was like, that's the young is what made it even more brutal. You haven't mentioned my favorite yet. Oh, I'll get there. Chris, okay, uh, Chris Pratt. Sure. Chris Pratt's one that I'm like, I'm happy with. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I Federico, like Pratt- Federico Chiesa is a soccer player. Okay. I'm How cool the with fuck that. did, who told you that? So one of my commenters, someone commented. Uh, and then in college, one girl who was drunk told me I look like Zac Efron, and I will never forget that. So I will always say that one, even though it's probably not true. And then the one that really fucked with me because it was very, very accurate, and I'd never seen this character before ever. This is so brutal. The comment the, had the like, best one. The comment had 50 likes. I was like, yo, this is a problem. This it, is something that I will laugh at on my deathbed. I would was, just, somebody yeah. needs to tell me this like minutes <laughs> before I die, and that's how I want to go out. Because I will fucked. die of laughter at this. Um, I look like Rumpelstiltskin from Shrek. Now, I don't even know. This must be like Shrek 4 or something. Like I haven't yeah. even seen whatever Shrek this guy's Shrek, in. 
Shrek 4, A New Hope. Yeah, whatever it's called. But there is a 3D animated version of Rumpelstiltskin in Shrek. Go ahead and Google it. It is he, – he looks a lot like me. It's Pretty weird. He has like the crooked face like I do. Like I, you know what I realized after, I, after someone said that to me because he has like kind of a crooked face is I kind, my, my head is kind of the shape of the troll face. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, but I'm thinking now of like a crescent moon. No, no. Google the troll face meme. You've seen it a million times. Oh, I do. I know the troll face. Yes, yes, yes. The guy who's like, um, you mad? Yes, it is. That's literally how my face is shaped from a specific angle. Mm -hmm. And that's the shape of this guy's face. And then he has like this weird kind of reddish, thin, wispy hair on his head that's exactly like the hair I have. And it was just, I mean, when I saw that comment, I was like, what is this? I looked it up and I was like, shit. Shit, shit. So I mean I, that that. Mean, but if you have any other doppelgangers, please send them to me because I I will be making a video on this. Mike, I would say you look more like Kevin Fahey than I do. But the only other um, the only other um doppelgangers I think what we've seen for you are random dudes. Remember when people would send uh, our buddy would always send like one every five years to the group to our group uh, text. And there was a point where it was like every two months. The, dude, there was. There were two guys that he sent, and I think they just went to OU or something like that looked identical to you. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? I've had so many people text me where they're like drunk at a bar and they'd be like, dude, I'm at this bar and there's a guy that looks just like you here. And I'm like, all right. You know what I think it is? Um, That you're a big hat guy. I think anytime you get, you wear hats, um, it makes it easier to be like, oh, it kind of looks like this guy, kind of looks like that guy. But the pictures that our friend sent, I wish I had these. Um, I think I still have one of them, but the pictures our friend sent us a few years ago, like they were, this is even without hats, they looked like you. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, I don't know why there's so many people that look like me. There was like, some guy like dunking on like Texas Abilene. Yeah, A&M yeah, I think that's team, the one I have. He looked fucking like me. Yeah. He looked like me. That was concerning. I don't know why I'm such a, you think that you're unique and a snowflake, and then you realize that there's, Two million other snowflakes, just like you. Snowflakes. Yeah, isn't every snowflake different? Oh yeah, I thought you meant it in so the contemporary context of as like um, you're being beautiful. No, like you're you're a wimp. Like you're uh, you're easily oh, offended. Oh. Basically, uh, anything you know they say on Fox News like really offends you. That kind of snowflake. Mm, mm, mm. Which also, I no. um, a friend sent me a clip. Of a of a show on Fox News, um, that that he thought I would like. I did like it. It was um, this guy uh, talking to one of the creators or moderators on the subreddit anti work the anti work subreddit, which we've already the, talked about before. Subreddit you're obsessed with the one that I hate that I brought up like every uh, every week in a row. But he sent say, yeah, he okay. sent me this video because he also loves shitting on these people like I do, and so he sent me this video of. Um, Jesse Waters, I think, is the oh, yeah. Fox News guy's name. Yeah. I am familiar with him. And he has, well, of course you are. You're a deep state red conservative. But he uh, he sent me a video of this guy, and he interviews the anti-work guy. And as much as I dislike the anti-work guy that he interviews, I hate this guy so much more. <laughs> like, infinitely more. The Fox News guy is the biggest asshole 
I've ever seen on television. And maybe it's because I don't watch network news anymore. And mm. and maybe literally everyone's like this now. Like maybe literally everyone. But it was stunning to me how you can just bring people on your show to interview them and then just openly laugh at them. Like not with them. Like openly mock and just debase and just laugh in their face. And be like, huh, okay, well, that's funny. Oh, you you want to be a philosophy professor? <laughs> okay. That, and I was listening to this guy. I'm like, is this what the fucking media is now? Is just horseshit? Ask, I think that's actually his shtick or that is he got this, famous this guy, on. That's what I was going to say. Or I'm like, or is this this guy's like thing? Is mm-hmm. he is just like a prick to everyone? Just brings people on, just acts like a prick to them. So he used to do, like, uh, I think it was called Waters World, where it would be similar to, like, you know how, K- I think it was Kimmel went to, like, the streets and asked people, yeah. kind of caught them in dumb questions? He would do that, but with, like, a Fox News spin on it, I think. Okay. So I think that is what. So he'd ask what... leading questions. Yeah. He'd be like, what's, the, what's worse in China, the communism or the death camps? And then they'd be like, uh, uh. But he would kind of catch them saying stupid things okay. instead of giving them. So that's like entrapment that's questions. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I think that's kind of what people liked him for, and then he really ran with it. They gave him like a, he got like a primetime spot now. He's like six or seven o'clock. He's like the new Tucker. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That isn't like that. Just goes to show that that's what people want from mainstream media now, and that's a problem. That is a all. Problem. All I want is for him to get caught uh, hitting a vape. If I get a vape <laughs> video from all Fox News hosts, I'm a happy camper. That's all I want. I can live I a happy life. I just want him to get hit by a car, and that's the first time I've ever seen him. Does he survive, or is it no, Regina he's George? Dead. He's, oh, he's, he's dead. Okay, gotcha. Oof. He's de- he's destroyed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like torn apart. I mean, I couldn't believe. I came into this video being like, "Man, I'm excited to see this anti-work guy get shredded," and I <laughs> left that video being like, "This man should be shot. <laughs> this Fox <laughs> News host should be." And it, I like. <laughs> And don't think I'm only saying this because this is a Fo- he's a Fox News guy. If he was doing this on any channel, if there's the equivalent to him on MSNBC, just the same type of person that does the same type of interview. I think there is. I forget the guy's name. But that does the same type of interviewing. Like, is that how far our society's fallen? That that is, that is now the primetime news segment? What used to be yeah, like the is- correspondents reporting on footage coming back from Vietnam is now this guy being like... <laughs> Oh, you want to be a philosophy professor? <laughs> That's cool, buddy. Oh, you're 30, you walk dogs? <laughs> is that the pinnacle of what you want to do is walk dogs? I was like, Drew, I was like, he should be shot. This man should be shot. Well, it, it kind of, I don't know if this is accurate, but it's kind of making me think of like a Nelk Boys perspective, where it's kind of similar to that, like kind of fucking with people and like laughing directly in their face. Right, yeah, is and there... people love them. I know. I don't understand. I know. Videos. I do and not if you understand. you like those kind of videos, and I know some of you listening do, you fuckers. I know who you are. What the fuck? People just love... Listen, I love fucking with people. It's like my DNA. I fuck with people. That's like... I fuck with people more than I'm sincere or nice to people. I love doing Which it, is rare. But I still do not understand people that enjoy watching videos like that where you're just fucking with someone, and that's the joke. I think people It's like jackass, but they're not hurting themselves. Like I don't understand right. that. I think people subconsciously have now, and this is just something that I'm hypothesizing, is that they loved 
who they were at 11, but society didn't let them act <laughs> like they were at 11. But these Nelk Boy guys and people like them are acting like people acted when they were 11. Right. They're like, you know, when you're 11, children. you do. Right, you do activities like that, fucking with people, and then you do it one time where, like, shit hits the fan and you never do it again, or you come to your senses that, like, yeah, that's just being a dick. Yeah, you're being a dickhead. Yeah, and it's not funny, and you're just being a jackass. And Right. It, you know, it stops there. I think people apparently like that and have liked that. I know. It doesn't make – I don't understand what the allure of that is. I don't get it. Now, if the Nelk boys were like, we're going to go set off fireworks in the parking lot – and then, like, they actually just shot Roman candles at each other until one of them went to the hospital. That, that's jackass. See, that I would. He's right. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. But what do you, yeah, when you fuck with people in an aggressive way, right? And I mean, I don't know. You toe the line now with like impractical jokesters. It's interesting too, but they do it in a, a, a much more funny way, I guess. Uh you know. Well, for five episodes, and then after the fifth episode of watching Impractical Jokesters, you're like, I don't really need to watch this anymore. Right. It's all the same kind of shtick. I think I really fell out of favor with that kind of shtick when, and we talked about this in the podcast too, but when uh, we were in college and there was a big, this huge prankster from Columbus, I'm blanking his name now, but if you just Google like YouTube prankster Columbus, Ohio, this guy blew up back in the day. He had like, he was one of those like degenerate like white trash guys from Ohio that has like spiky hair and wears like uh wears hoodies and has a kinda cute Ohio wife and they have like four kids under the age of five. You know that Isn't guy. that just Ohio? Isn't that just That's basically every guy in Ohio, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he um he would do these pranks around Columbus and he had one where he was like pretending to hang himself off of a bridge on campus. I told you we talked about this before, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have a picture of it on my phone. Yeah, we talked about this already. But he was. Didn't you walk by it as it was? Yeah. Happening? And this guy came out of the bushes with the video camera. He's like, "Shh, shh go away, go away," because I saw him like setting it up and like everything. But he looked like he had hung himself off the bridge, and a car like pulled up, and this woman was like, "Oh my god!" And I, I like saw the entire thing happen, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> you should actually hang yourself, and this type <laughs> of humor should go away forever." Should go away forever. Should be done. You're done. You're done. Now, I'm totally cool with um, creating an environment or a situation where people can make themselves look like idiots. Like Jimmy Kimmel, uh, with that guy doing Man on the Street, or um, what what was his name? Um, There was uh, that Indian guy on YouTube back in the day uh, I used to love. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, Kasim G, I think was his name. And he used to do these interviews with people on uh, what's the famous like boardwalk or whatever in California. You know what I'm talking about? Something I do, but I don't know what it's called. Isn't it? Is it in San Diego? I think so. Yeah, but he used to do interviews with people there, and there'd be idiots like that couldn't point to the United States on a world map and shit like that. And so they would just make right. themselves look stupid. I'm fine with that, but the prank, the whole prank stuff, messing with other people. I don't care if you give them like five grand afterwards. It's just like it's it's. It's time to move on, guys. It's time. It's time yeah. to move on. Move it's on. not that cool. It is definitely not that cool. Those are the type of people that it, that should be a crime, and if you're convicted of the crime, you should be sent to the monkey world. You should be. I like that idea, and they will literally rip you bone by bone. You have to go. <laughs> we, what we do is we send our prisoners to the monkey world, and they have to go do everything that requires opposable thumbs that monkeys can't do. <laughs> 
That's their labor camps. That's their it's labor just camps. Things. It's yeah. The, yeah, it's them like um, it's them like using scissors and like I don't even know what else you did. I was gonna say, well, I'm trying to think of too. Chopsticks? Do you need? What thumbs do you for need? Po- what do you even? Yeah, everyone makes that huge difference. They're like, oh, monkeys don't have opposable thumbs. It's like, what do you actually need opposable thumbs for? I guess really technically to pick things up, but you could pick things up with just fingers. It's very possible. Right, you just close your fingers. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I literally just Googled this. Having opposable thumbs helps in grasping things more easily. So Mm -hmm. it's not impossible to grasp things. Like fucking sloths grab things. Actually, I think sloths do have opposable thumbs. It might be a bad. But anyway, grasping things more easily, picking up small objects, and eating with one hand. I've seen monkeys... I've seen a monkey easily grasp his own shit, pick it up, and eat it. What are you talking about? You don't need opposable thumbs for any of this. This is why the monkey world is going to revolt, because they are offended by the false narrative on opposable thumbs. Now, imagine the direction our country's going, and imagine the monkeys, the monkey world that exists in 50 years. Mm-hmm. It's like instead of, <laughs> instead of being carbon neutral by 2050, we're going to have a monkey world by 2050. That's what's actually going to happen. That's what's going to happen. It's like um, you have no idea what's coming. World. Well, I mean, once we cut down all of their uh, all of their trees, I mean, they're gotta they're gonna go somewhere and they're gonna take over. Yeah, they're gonna revolt exactly. Right. Yeah. So, um, the monkeys take over. It's 2050. America keeps getting more and more woke. We have a delegation with the monkey world. The monkey people send their children over here to to study to and universities. To learn how to use their thumbs. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, it's like no no daughter of mine's gonna be dating a yeah, monkey. Yeah, be dating. A- <laughs> A literal chimpanzee, and and um, because America's so woke, and and everyone you have to love and embrace everyone and everything, um, it becomes commonplace to exchange meals and and try meals of the monkey world, and and basically what I'm getting to is people like you can literally be canceled for refusing to eat shit. In the year mm. 2050. It'd be like an offensive act offensive. to the monkey world if you didn't eat shit. A monkey comes to you. And you know how like in Japan nowadays, you go to Japan. Um, we probably should stop making comparisons to real cultures because I'm not trying to. like. That's, that's you. That's Whoa, not, that's you, man. That's hey. not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing here. But what I'm saying is, you know how you go to Japan on a business meeting and they always, I mean, at least in business school, they always taught us like, you give your business card with two hands. And this could just be a racist Ohio business college, but we literally <laughs> learned this. They're like, in Asia... You give your business card with two hands. You do a slight bow. They do the same thing. You read the business card. You thank them for it. And then it's either in Japan or China, or maybe it's both. You also present at big business meetings, you present a small gift. And you give them a gift before the meeting starts, and they present you with a gift. And that's like their thing. Now, that's what it is. I'm done talking about that. This next part has nothing to do with that. Let's just say hypothetically in the monkey world, when you start a meeting with a monkey... They give you a box, and their shit is in it, and they expect you to take a bite of their shit. <laughs> and instead of being like, it. "Oh, thanks, Jim. I'll save this one for the missus," yeah. you like you could be canceled for not eating monkey shit. And the direction we're headed doesn't seem too far fetched to me. So it's gonna happen. Doesn't seem crazy. I was gonna think of something else, and I can't remember what I was gonna say in relation to monkey shit. And presenting it, I'm blanking. Okay, we'll move on. 
son of a bitch. Well, anyway, that's be... good news is we've now reached the Pavlik 10. Oh, that's good. Which is the final 10 minutes of the show where Mike has free reign to bring up any topic he wants or discuss whatever it is that's on his mind. And basically what happens is he starts to talk about one thing and then he goes, okay, this is what I want to talk about this week. But then there was another thing I also want to talk about, but I'll talk about that next week. And then he never remembers the following week what it was that he was going to talk about the previous week. But basically he gets 10 minutes to talk about whatever it is that is currently filling the void between his ears. And Mike, what do you have for us this week? It's a very spot-on description of how the Pavlik 10 goes. Uh, I was going to talk about something else, but then during the <laughs> say, during the podcast, something else the came something out of my mind that I wanted to talk about. will never be mentioned. The something else will never be mentioned again. Well, the something else is always due every week, too, usually, typically. <laughs> right, I'm just saying it'll never be mentioned. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, why do gnomes have such pointy hats, and why are they so large? What is underneath gnomes' hats? I think... That's how they burrow underground. Wow. I okay. think they use it like a, I think they're firm and they use them like a drill and they drill underground to their, to their burrow. A drill, not a shovel. No, they just, you know how they're cone shaped and they're, they're pointy. Yes. They just flip upside down. They go like one of those drills that drills tunnels in the earth. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I they're spinning right. as well, or just the hat is spinning. The just the hat, magic. Okay. It's a magic hat. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Why do you think nothing is? Are you? Did you I just don't know. wait? Wait, you're just saying that because there's a literal gnome statue behind me. One hundred percent. Like I said during this, during the course of God this taping, it. something came into my mind that I wanted to talk about, and thus this is what we're talking about. But the weird, you know, the weird thing about gnomes is someone at some point in time had to draw one, like had to come up with a gnome. Sure. And then everyone else had to like agree with it. Like a guy had to draw it and like take it to like the meeting of his fellow like guys at the tavern or something in like the 1400s. Oh, you think gnomes are that old? And he had to be like, this is a gnome. And all the other guys had to look and be like. Yep, that's a gnome. That's it. Gnome. Gnome, that's a gnome. Cheers their cheered their steins to gnomes. Now the crazy thing is, I mean, all this stuff was probably invented and was around in some way, shape, or form pre pre written language. You um, think gnomes are that old? I think everything that's is that old. I think that Do you think there's a I think that everything think a, that wasn't like invented, invented in the period that we've in, since the times when we've had written language. I think that everything else has been around forever, just getting passed down and passed down and passed down, and then eventually someone wrote it down. Interesting. Like anything story-related or religion-related or um, like uh, crypto – like what's – not – like what's the what – cryptozoology or whatever <laughs> with, like, with like chupacabras and Bigfoot and all that stuff. I forget what ah. they call it, but like all that stuff – gnomes like i think all of that has existed forever now who who first came up with that like i mean maybe there was a gnome at some point in time i don't know but then eventually someone God, just wrote so. it down and then that per whoever wrote it down first was basically the credited with like hey this guy invented gnomes like i bet if we went to the wikipedia page for gnome it'd be like gnomes were first referenced in an ancient sumerian text in the year bc 1200 as being part of a religious ceremony or something like that I wish that Beowulf was written 
with a gnome in mind. That would have made that story so much better. I didn't. I never read Beowulf. Is it I just, just like I a, don't, a Nordic uh, three hundred? I think so. I never read it either, but I know that it was required reading for most English classes. But uh, I just remember hearing that it was extremely boring. Yeah, I remember. Th- all I remember is the movie came out, and it was right after the success of the three hundred. And they mm. just cast the same guy in uh, in Be- as Beowulf, and in in three hundred he what was his famous line in three? Oh, this is Sparta specifically like that. Remember that line? This mm-hmm, of is course. Sparta. And then I remember seeing the trailer for Beowulf, and he's in it, and he literally screams. They have him positioned the same exact way on screen, and he screams, "I am Beowulf." The same way, same number of I mean, syllables, same exact scream. I remember seeing that. And I was like ten, being like, "Yep, not seeing that movie. <laughs> not seeing that movie." That was like your first. Uh, that was my first critical nope. moment. Yeah, that was my first nope for a movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, I might be right. I'm I'm way wrong here on the timeline of gnomes. The word gnome comes from the Renaissance Latin gnomus, which first appears in a book on nymphs sylphs pygmies and salamanders and on the other spirits see here's here's the thing one of those doesn't belong there okay we've got nymphs sylphs pygmies and salamanders yeah what's up with salamanders Salamanders are i've never understood the association between salamanders and witchcraft because salamanders are a real thing nymphs aren't real other spirits aren't real salamanders are lizards yeah, it seems like an attack on salamanders. That's not very nice. But here's the thing. This book was published in 1566 by Paracelius. See, here's the thing. You knew you were the first guy. None of these guys with one name ever invented anything. They were just the first guy to write it down, and they were also the first guy to write their name down. So this guy was like, well, I'm the first Paracelius because I wrote it down first, and I'm the first guy to ever know about nymphs, pygmies, salamanders, and other spirits because I wrote the book on it. I literally wrote the book on it. Doesn't make any sense to me why that's the way that things work, but it does. But that was that was in um, the Renaissance. So, and that's when the printing press was invented. Yeah, fifteen sixties was around the time the gnome came to be. But then you have to think: where did this guy? Did this guy just make it up for his book? Like what? Or did he hear it somewhere? And like you're saying. Wrote, wrote it down for the first time. Right. He probably heard it. There's probably gnomes in the fucking Bible. I, I don't know. What do you think? Why do you think gnomes hats are so pointy? I think they're hiding some uh, the, something underneath there. Like what? That's my hypothesis. I don't know. What, what did Abraham Lincoln kept, what, speeches underneath his hat? Who knows what else? Nothing, nothing valuable, I'll tell you what. <laughs> nothing, was, nothing protective. Should have been. I was going to say, should have been warning when he was watching the theater. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, John Wilkes Booth comes in there and accidentally shoots through his top hat instead of <laughs> shoots his head? Yeah. yeah. No, but, like, horizontally, like, thinks it's his head. Yeah, yeah. He shoots through. He's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. That'd be wild. They should do a book on that, what would have happened if Abraham Lincoln wasn't assassinated or wasn't successfully assassinated. Um, I don't know why they don't do more of those. Because it's like... People barely care about Lincoln nowadays. Yeah, but they'll make a book about him being a vampire hunter, but they won't make one People about him being vampires. alive. People, People love do vampires. love vampires. How weird is that? That's weird. Well, I, I, you know, I read, I read the, I read Dracula, the book, and I loved it. Did you? It was great. 
I highly, it, would highly uh, recommend. Lengthy? It's uh, Average Length by by Bram Stoker or whatever his name is. I highly recommend. It. It's a very good book. Um, and I liked it. It's cool. It's it's cool. Um, it's cool to hear. What I like about vampires and gnomes and all that stuff is it's cool to hear how seriously people took it for for a very long time. In what way? Like people thought these things were real for a very oh. long time. Oh. And like to the point where like they would get the local authorities involved and like dig up buried bodies and drive wooden stakes to their hearts because they thought that they were like legitimately vampires that were cursing people after they had died. Yes. Now I understand. Very funny. Very, very Grave funny. diggers being a thing. That was is Grave wild. robbers? Yes. Yeah. Actually kind of a sick gig. I mean, you think about, you think about, like, it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's like one of those things, once you get over the fact that there's going to be a dead body, it's not that bad of a gig. You dig up a box, you pull up the box, you take out the shiny stuff, you put the box back, you bury the box. Or. It's a lot of digging. True. You dig up the box, you take the box. You keep the shiny stuff, you sell the body to a doctor, a surgeon at a university, mm. you burn the box, everything's good, everything's taken care of, it's all gone, it's all good. Then, then you just put the dirt back in the hole? Dirt back in the hole. Nobody's any wiser? They know, they know, because they're like, why is there, why is the dirt <laughs> why was lower this dug than up? the ground? Yeah. yeah, why is the dirt lower than the ground? Yeah, wait a minute. That's a wild moment. I think that's more interesting than people being dug up to take their like jewelry because then it's just people going like doctors going crazy on people's bodies yeah. for cadavers because they couldn't uh they couldn't operate on them i remember uh hearing at some point that people think who uh who made the david michelangelo michelangelo people think that michelangelo and leonardo da vinci like secretly did autopsies on cadavers and things because um, when you go see the David, like the, the, the veins and the indents on muscles and like the location of all these veins and things are so accurate that basically what I remember learning when I was in Italy is they're like so much of his anatomy on this statue and in like Leonardo's drawings and things is so accurate that they think they probably had access to cadavers and dead bodies that they like studied and made notes on so that their art could be more realistic. Whoa. Yeah. I have legitimately never heard that. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. That makes a ton of sense. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty crazy. Like they were like, man, I want, I want this statue to be, I want this statue to be so good that I'm literally going to go study dead bodies so I know where to carve in the veins. I mean, the fact, when you see the David and you see the fucking veins on this dude's arms, you're like, how did they even carve in a vein? How is it even, I didn't even possible? Know, I didn't even know that was even visible on the David. It's I insane. thought his arms were just smooth. I had no idea. When I saw the David, wow. I don't know if it's still like this in the museum. But the, why wouldn't it be the way? Well, oh. well, the way they had the museum laid out was you turn down this corridor, and the whole corridor is filled 
with half-completed statues from artists and sculptors that had either died while working on it or that the project wasn't commissioned or it wasn't paid for or what? whatever, or they just stopped working on it for whatever reason. So you're walking down this hallway and at the beginning, it's literally full blocks of marble of the marble that they use to make these things. And it's like that episode of SpongeBob where it's just a tall yes. rectangular marble. Such an underrated episode. That's literally what it is. So that then you go further down this hallway and you can see like they have the full top half of the body sculpted and you can see like a full man but his features are kind of smudged out and not fully like fleshed out but it's like a man's body or a woman's body and then the bottom of it is still just like a block of marble and so you're walking down this hallway and you're like how the fuck did some like do you start with this and how do you sculpt this and then at the end of the hallway on a pedestal is the greatest sculpture of all time and you just look at it and you're like holy fucking shit this started out as one of those blocks of rock at the beginning of the hallway, and it is the greatest statue in the world. And then you just your mind just like melts out of your ears. You're like, fuck, this is insane that someone made this. Do you think Michelangelo grasped at the moment that he had made the greatest statue of all time? Or I don't really know a lot on the history of it. Or do you think that he just kind of— I'm, sure I'm sure they actually know whether what he thought about it, but I think he probably knew it was a very monumental sculpture. Because I think it was one of the most expensive expensive sculptures um, issued at the time. And they actually used to have it on top of like the main cathedral in Florence. On like, top of the it, dome? They had it on t- I'm almost positive they had it on top of the dome for like centuries. And then people were like, yo, that thing's incredible. Like, can we put that down here or something? Or maybe it was it was it was commissioned to go on top of the dome, and then when he finished it. They looked at it and they were like, yo, this thing's way too nice to be on top of a dome. It was one of those two scenarios, I'm almost positive. Holy shit. Long story short, sculptures are incredible. If you ever had the chance to go to Florence, the David is a must-see. No matter what anyone says, it's a must-see because it will truly affect how you look at any other sculpture uh, anywhere in the world. It will affect how, how you look at them. It will make you have a much greater appreciation for all of them regardless of where they are because it's just insane that people can make that anyway i'm gonna go buy a flight to florence right now good good yeah we need to get you out of the garage all right yeah that's true uh mike do you want the people to follow you anywhere uh no that's okay they don't need to follow me anywhere they can just leave me alone okay and um you guys know where you can follow me by this point in time if you guys have any Questions, comments, concerns, emails, ideas, email us at hangingshavs at gmail.com. Leave us a review, rate us on Apple Podcasts, share a podcast with your friend, and we'll see you all next time. That was a great finish. I will see you later.